Today, we're going to be looking at the sub-team removing the confusion about prophecy. But first of all, let us pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for revealing it in the fullest light on the cross of Calvary. And much more than this, thank you because we see it every day of our lives. Through the air we breathe, the peace we receive, the food, and Lord, through the assurance of salvation. Thank you for the good times. Thank you for the disappointments. The fact that you have given us another day is a testimony of great things you have in store for us. And so we pray that even as we prepare our hearts to listen to your word this morning, you enlighten our parts with your divine grace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Good morning once again and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast with training for impact. We are still on the book of Daniel. In fact, we just started and today we're going to be looking at the sub-team removing the confusion about prophecy. You know, the book of Daniel is filled with a lot of symbolic um, you know, elements that, you know, if we are not careful to identify what they really mean, we may run into wrong conclusions about some of the prophecies that are found in the book of Daniel. Uh, before we move further, I would like to make a statement through Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20, where Peter says that, but know this first of all, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. And so we see this standard that is set in the Bible, that every interpretation that we make, we must allow the Bible, the word of God, to interpret itself. And that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be looking at some of the symbols, some of the biblical symbols that we'll encounter in the book of Daniel and what the Bible explained them to mean, okay? So first of all, we're going to be looking at one of the symbols that are very familiar in the book of Daniel is the symbol of an angel, an angelos. And you know, the word angelos, angel from the Greek word, means messenger and how do we know this if we read luke chapter 1 verse 19 the bible says the angel answered and said to him speaking about angel gabriel i am gabriel who stands in the presence of god and i have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news so we see angel gabriel representing himself as a messenger of good news the one who brings messages from God. So when we see the word angel in the book of Daniel or in any other biblical prophecy, it means a messenger. Okay. Uh, another familiar element in the book of um, Daniel and even much more in the book of Revelation is um, the element of a mark. A mark. And a mark can mean a sign or a seal of approval or disapproval. How do we also know this? When we read Revelation chapter 7, verse 2 and 3, it says, And I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. 
and he carried out with a loud cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea saying do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the bond servants of our god on their forehead so we see that the mark is a seal that god is seal of approval or disapproval you can read that again from revelation 7 verse 2 and 3. another symbol that we would encounter is a symbol of water and water in the bible prophecy could mean an inhabited area or, or people or a group of uh, or a nation and how do we also know this read revelation chapter 17 verse 15 it says the water which you saw where the hallowed seats are people and multitudes and nations and tongues so you see the bible interprets itself it says the waters you know and we'll be discovering this even much more when we go into the book of revelation that it means people multitude nations and tongues you can write this down and study it again revelation 17 verse 15. another thing we see is the symbol of the beast a beast in biblical prophecy could mean a kingdom a government or a political power or figure and of course the bible gives us an answer in daniel 7 verse 17 where it says these great beasts which are four in number are four kings who will rise from the earth so you see daniel 7 17 says that these beasts so when you see beasts, don't be afraid yeah, there's this beast there's this lion beast there's this one beast it's the book of daniel is not a scary book it's just filled with symbols when you see beasts in the book of daniel it means kings as we read in verse 17 or it could mean kingdoms or political power now another symbol that we see is the symbol of babylon babylon could mean literal or is symbolic in biblical prophecy and it means religious apostasy or confusion in fact this has its roots to the book of genesis when we read genesis chapter 11 verse 6 to nine where the lord said behold they are one people and they have had the same language talking about you know the tower of babel and god saw that you know that nothing which they proposed to do will be impossible for them and so god said come let us go down together and confuse their language so that they will not be understood so the lord scattered them abroad from there all over the face of the earth and they stopped building the city therefore its name was called babel and babel means confusion so when we see you know babylon in biblical prophecy it means confusion or an apostate people because these people became apostates, they, they wanted to challenge the authority and the words of God, okay? And then we look at biblical timing, and when, when we read Daniel 8 verse 18, it says, Behold, I'm going to let you know what will occur at the final period of the indignation, for it, attain, it pertains to the appointed time of the end. Now, a lot of persons experience uh, some confusion with the book of Daniel because they misinterpret the writings or the timing of the prophecies of the book of Daniel and that's why we have some you know futurists 
millenaries, preliminaries, and all of these different uh, um, biblical scholars, scholarly groups, because some persons tend to either give early interpretations of the book of Daniel, thereby becoming either wrong or some, you know, dated to be so far away. But then, when we look at Daniel 8 verse 18, 19, which we just read, Daniel was specifically told that the prophecies he was given, they are they pertain to the time of the end. They pertain to the time of the end, the final periods of earth history. And so we must understand that most of the prophecies that we'll be encountering in the book of Daniel, you know, are prophecies that has to do with the end time and much more than this some persons encounter confusion in some of the timings like maybe daniel 8 verse 14 where it says unto 2300 days then shall the sanctuary be cleansed because they take some of the you know the dating to be very literal but when we read certain parts of the scriptures like numbers 14 verse 34 we are told that in biblical prophecy a day is given for a year numbers 14 verse 34 says that after the number of the days in which ye searched the land even 40 days each day for a year shall ye bear your iniquities even 40 years and ye shall know my breach of promise so we see that when god was giving a prophecy in the book of numbers it initially said 40 days they will search the land talking about you know their voyage from the from the land of egypt to the promised land but it wasn't 40 days was it it was 40 years because the bible says in numbers 14 verse 34 that each day for a year so in biblical prophecy when we see a day a day could mean a year so when we see maybe 70 days we mean 70 years and see 2300 days it means 2300 years and to also back that you can read ezekiel chapter 4 verse 6 when it says and when they had accomplished these things uh, on the right side they shall bear the iniquity of the house of judah 40 days for i have appointed thee each day for a year also in ezekiel 6 4 verse 6 so god even confirms this day for a year principle in this bible text and you know that's what we're going to be using to do our interpretation one of the key things i want us to get before we end this introduction into biblical um, symbols is that the book of second peter you know i started with peter and i would like to end with him too um, the book of peter second peter 3 verse 9 says that the lord is not slow about his promise he's not slow concerning his promise especially his promise of a second coming as some count as slackness or slowness but god is long-suffering god is patient towards you not wishing for any to perish but at all to come to repentance listen to me my friend a lot of persons have dismissed the prophecies of the book of daniel and have dismissed the prophecies in the bible entirely because maybe they do not see some of them coming to pass just yet at least not in their lifetime i want to let you know that especially the promise of the second coming of jesus christ because god has said it it will surely come to pass god is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent god's word is yea and amen and because he has said it it will definitely come to pass
all of the things that he has said in time past and you would know this as we studied through the book of daniel with a hundred percent accuracy god's prophecies have been fulfilled to the letter god prophesied that certain persons will rise even to the day of their death and it came to pass God has prophesied how certain kingdoms will rise and fall and it came to pass exactly as he said. God has even predicted the new world order that we are living in today over thousands of years ago and it's happening exactly as God has said it. I want you to establish your trust in the word of God. Is there a prophecy that God has given to you in your life personally? maybe a dream as a little boy like Joseph, I want you to know that God is not slow concerning his promise. If God has said it, believe it, and that settles it. At the appointed time, God will come true for you. But much more than this, God is not willing that any of us should perish. He is still giving you and I time to repent before the last prophecies that are written in his word come to pass especially the prophecy of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is your heart ready to receive him is your heart ready to receive the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes upon the clouds of heaven what one sin do you still cherish what habits are you still reluctant to give up Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart today not meaning that maybe it's because of you that's why Jesus knocked yet come maybe that's a long stretch you would say preacher but what if what if today were your last day on earth would you be found in good and regular standing with the lord having fully accepted him by faith that his grace may transform your life daily today is your chance why not bow your heads as we pray together and father in heaven we we just want to bless your name we just want to thank you for who you are and what you are in our lives. We pray this morning that you will change us. Prepare our hearts to receive you. Take our hearts for we cannot give it completely. Change us. Make us. Lord, we as leopards cannot change their skin. We cannot change ourselves. But you can, Lord. Please change us. True and true. By the power of the Holy Spirit, give us the enablement to live by your word through the faith that comes from studying and praying at your presence. Lord in heaven, we have not exhausted the, the symbols um, that we are going to be encountering in the book of Daniel, but we pray that you will give us understanding by and by. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Keep studying and we'll continue our series tomorrow. God bless you.